to the HR Grapevine podcast, the podcast series that takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR stories from over the last week. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short podcast. So join me as we properly pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today, I'm joined by Kieran Howes, Deputy Editor of Executive Grapevine Digital Media. So welcome back, Kieran. How are you doing? Hi, oh, yeah, I'm well, thank you. I'm missing the team in our uh, closing recording studio, but we're making it work, so I'm quite well, so how are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. I just can't wait until we can eventually get back to the office. Like I said last week, um, our organisation is currently working from home. Therefore, myself and Kieran are both dialing in remotely for the purpose of the podcast. So we do apologise if the sound quality isn't as optimum as it could be. However, we are still dedicated to bringing you the latest topical debates in a short HR podcast, whether this is recorded from our homes as it is at the moment or whether it is in our designated recording room back in the office. The topic for this week's podcast will be around how HR can create a positive remote working culture. And the idea for this topic came from some research which was recently published last week about what employees miss most about the office. Essentially, the research, which was conducted by Vodafone, revealed that the number one thing employees are missing most about the office is the work banter and spending time with their work colleagues. Other things that employees cited as missing most from the office included having constant company from colleagues around you, sticking to a daily routine, being able to bounce ideas off one another, and just having that motivational buzz of being in a physical office environment. Lower down on the list was missing engaging in grown-up conversation with colleagues, which suggests that a lot of people are working remotely with children in the house. The commute, surprisingly, and also gossip down by the water cooler. While employees aren't in a physical office environment with colleagues, the research found they are doing their best to stay in touch virtually where possible, whether this is via virtual resting platforms or video conferencing services. Um, So this may help people stay connected with their colleagues. But how can HR actually go about creating a positive company culture on some of some employees will be working alone from home. Um, well, it's a it's a frequently overlooked issue. Many think that remote working is universally revered. You know, there's this great idea of of sitting in bed with a cup of tea um, whilst getting your work done. But I don't think that's actually really what it's like for most people. Um, a study called The State of Remote Working, uh, created by Buffer last year, found that 49% of remote workers know that their biggest struggle is wellness related. Um, More specifically, 22% can't unplug after work, 19% feel lonely, and 8% just cannot stay motivated. These statistics were found in um, normal life, so you can only imagine how compounded they must be in the wake of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. This shows really that, depending on your colleagues' living situations, their needs are going to vary drastically. For example, if a worker lives alone, chances are they're feeling lonely and disconnected to the outside world, making that tech-fueled communication that Sophie talked about a little earlier um, all the more essential. If a worker has a large family, especially with kids at home, their anxieties may well be influenced by the balance between childcare and productivity, whilst 
all workers really may struggle with motivational issues. You know, they may struggle to stay focused with the looming threat of the pandemic over their heads. So um, you're completely right that the question there is, what can HR do about this? Well, I think for starters, it can acknowledge that there isn't one overarching grand answer that will solve all of these issues. But there is some kind of groundwork that, that applies to everyone. I think a good place to start um, is with clarity, not to bombard you with statistics, but another study by eFactory found that employees who feel that bosses are being open and honest with them are 75% more satisfied with their leadership and 83% more productive. So that's a, that's a massive boost to company culture, even when remote. Whilst talking honestly with your team, it's important to communicate exactly what your cultural values are. Um, are you a people-first company? And if so, let your people know that. And if not, maybe it's actually time to go back to the drawing board and introduce some new redefined company values. You know, it all starts with communication. Secondly, you might consider actually being more flexible about work timetables. You know, I understand that it's not ideal, but we're going through a global pandemic at the moment. And as such, some sacrifices do have to be made to put your people first. For example, um, if someone is tasked with childcare, now the schools are closed, maybe it makes sense for them to split the workday in two, um, you know, work both before and after the child needs immediate supervision. So, these are a couple of really basic, but actually really intrinsic um, ideas to facilitate a more positive, yet equally productive culture. So Kieran has just given us a couple of different examples about how HR can go about creating and fostering a positive remote culture. But I think the next question um, that comes naturally is why is it so important that HR focuses their energy on maintaining a positive working culture, even if it's remote? Well, I mean, you know, it, it may seem obvious if culture isn't important to you, you're probably in the wrong job. Without a solid culture to build on, you'll quickly start to see cracks spread throughout your workforce. Coronavirus is a massive strain on business um, and there's a very real chance and it's a sobering thought that some companies just aren't going to make it through this. Those that do make it through will have done so because they stuck together and made decisions based on the common good of everyone within the business. Um, you know, there's a quote by a clinical psychologist, Laurie Wheatley, in conversation with Fast Company that I read recently, which states, fear right now is just rampant because of the unknown. And I think that actually sums up what employees are experiencing. And the antidote to this rampant fear, as Wheatley puts it, is an airtight company culture. So I think really we have um, dissected the importance of HR focusing their energy on maintaining a positive remote working culture. But I thought it would be a good opportunity for us now to share some of the great things that organisations have already been doing um, to keep company culture alive and also to give our listeners some practical takeaways. So before this podcast, I spoke to Hayley Randall, who is the People Development Manager at ICD Property, um, which is a Melbourne-based firm, who shared several HR tips for keeping company culture alive during this period of remote work. So the first tip, she says, is to get creative and to try and replicate your daily grind virtually each day. She said that at ICD, we have a Zoom meeting every day over lunchtime where they do a quiz from the Herald Sun, which is an Australian newspaper. She said that staff don't have to attend, but it's quite a good way of ensuring that staff aren't having lunch on their own and 
also an opportunity to see what everyone else is eating and maybe swap and share recipes and ideas. Um, so it kind of feels like everyone is back in the communal kitchen at work. Um, she said that for the ladies at the company, they've created a group chat where they are able to share lighthearted moments throughout the day. So it could be um, examples of what their remote working outfits look like, whether it's discussing the, the skin benefits of going makeup free, for example, which is something that I, I think a lot of women have probably benefited from throughout this period of remote working. And when it comes to downing tools at the end of the week, Randall said that they have kept up with the notion of Friday night drinks and have used games apps to, to facilitate this, such as house party as well. Kieran, do you have any examples of other things that HR teams have done to maintain this positive remote culture? Yes, lots of companies are taking this thing head on and ensuring that all staff make it through as well as possible. In fact, Reba data, which was released yesterday, states that one in four businesses within the UK has actually stepped up and spent on their employee wellbeing initiatives, such as financial education, uh, support for employees whose spouses are ill with coronavirus, or even just offering mental health services. And an example of this would be uh, TSB Bank's head of talent, Sarah McPake, uh, who announced this week that she had swiftly introduced mental health support for the entire company uh, to keep them all safe and well. And um, Andrew O'Callaghan, who is the head of people at Dishoom, recently confirmed the same thing. He and the company are currently in the process right now of working on measures, um, you know, tailoring them specifically aimed at improving well-being for their staff. And he's welcomed all workers to email him in the interim. Um, these kind of proactive actions actually make all of the difference for those who are struggling. You know, they can be lifelines for these people. I think you've definitely hit the nail on the head there with the uh, the word proactive. Companies have got to be proactive in order to give um, their employees all of the resources and the support that they need to make it through this pandemic. Because, of course, it's, you know, something that's very damaging to businesses, but there is a lot of uncertainty for employees, not just in terms of their jobs, but in terms of how they're going to, um, you know, make it make it through, pay bills, those sorts of things. So having a really, really watertight and positive company culture, even if it is remote, is really, really important to keep them morale and productivity high throughout this challenging period. But unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content, whether that's our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, or market-leading research papers. So to sign up to our daily newsletters, which showcases solutions and best practice answers to all of your HR issues, please visit www.hrgrapevine.com.